Nathan and Jules. They are around for another few weeks, but this is the um, time where we're going to be thanking them as part of our meeting this morning. Andrew's going to be um, preaching a little bit later on, something to look forward to. So welcome if it's your first time this morning, or you're a visitor, or you're here, um, especially to say goodbye to Nathan and Jules and the children this morning. Hopefully you've been given a welcome pack like this if you're new this morning with a welcome card. Some information in there for you to fill in. We'd love to have contributions this morning. Um, please come and have a word with myself and Sean, who's responsible this morning, and we can um, fit that into our meeting this morning. It's much easier if you use the microphone so that we can all hear you and get it on the recording. Children, happy holidays if you finish school. Yay! <laughs> I haven't quite slowed down yet from the end of term. I'm still on that roller coaster. I was in school yesterday, sorting out my classroom. <laughs> Don't want to stop. Anyway, children, uh, you'll be going downstairs normal time. Um, after three songs, or about quarter to 11. But I'm sure Jason or someone behind me will... Um, tell you when it's time to go town and children will be registered downstairs so parents please go down with them to make sure that the uh, leaders know that they're there so i hand over to jason thank you if you're willing and able please stand let's just start off this morning just remembering the blessings that god has poured out on our lives if you're struggling to think of something this morning, why don't you ask God to reveal what he's done in your life? Ask him right now. Let's, let's just have a little moment before we start. What has God done in your life? How has he blessed you? If you're struggling this morning, as I say, ask him to reveal that to you this morning. Lord, reveal more of yourself to us, Lord. Reveal the blessings over our lives, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you've done so much for us. We pray, come, pour yourself out on us, Lord. We long for more of you. Good and your mercy. 
You are good. You are faithful. Your mercy is endures forever. Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are. All my life, all I know, God's been good, good to my soul. Mountain high, valley low, I'm going to sing wherever I go. So all my life, all I know, God's been good, good to my soul. Mountain high, valley low, I'm going to sing wherever I go. God is for me. Sing wherever I go, so all my 
All I know, God's been good, good to my soul. Mountain high, valley low, I'm gonna sing wherever I go.
the week, I met someone in the high street. She was explaining to me what's been going on in her recent life, currently, for the last few days. And I said to her that even when you don't know that he's working, God's working. God is working in your life, even though you can't see it. We're, he's working in all of our lives. This morning, someone said something very similar to me, that they'd, they felt at a lull, they felt at a loss. Uh, she doesn't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And then the song Waymaker came into my head with the lyrics, which I'm not going to sing and I'm not going to read out. But the song was written by a guy called Sinak. The song was written to encourage people who are going through a difficult time. The lyrics of the song tell the story of how God is always there for us, no matter what we are going through. to stay in this moment. The children and young people are just going to go out through the doors to the, the kids' work. Let's just stay in this moment right now. Let's fix our eyes on God this morning. What He's done, who He is, Whether you're going through a tough time, maybe you're going through a great time this morning.
seen on the hill of Calvary, my Savior bled for me, my Jesus set me free. Look at the words that give me life, grace flowing from his side, no greater
I just want to thank God for what he's done in the life of my brother. He gave him a second chance to find him. And he later took him away. I felt so bad. I felt so sad. And God only asked me to just sing hallelujah, hallelujah. At first, I never understand why he asked me to keep singing hallelujah when you just took someone I love so much. But later on, two days later, I started hearing a lot of testimony about him, how God has given him another chance, second chance to know him deeply, to study his word deeply, to keep praying to him deeply before taking him away. So I just want to say thank you, Lord, for what he has done in his life. Oh, 
Would you come fill this place? We need you, Lord. We can only live our life, Lord, with your strength. We ask, Lord, would you renew us this morning, refresh us this morning, where we're feeling tired, where we're feeling weak. You are our strength. Christ in me. It's because of, because of Christ that I'm strong. It's because of Christ that I overcome. I can't boast in anything, but only through Jesus Christ. I'm nothing, but he makes me something. He says to me, I'm forgiven. He says to me, I'm accepted. says to me, I hold you in my hands, and I will never let you go, just as a father with a son. I'm running to you, and I embrace you. My love never ends. It goes on and on and on. There's no limits. There's no limits to God's love. receive this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray, come fill this place. Where we're feeling tired, where we're feeling weak, come renew us. You don't know who God is this morning? You can ask. You can say, God, I don't know you, 
but reveal yourself to me. pass over to Andrew who's going to lead us in God's word. Yeah, Lord, we want to pray, Lord, this morning. Would you reveal more of yourself to us this morning? I pray, would you bless Andrew as he comes and shares your word with us, Lord? Let it go deep into our hearts, Lord. Past just mind level, Lord, but let it go deep into our hearts. Help us to be receiving this morning. good just to stop and rest in God's presence? Isn't it good just to know him, just coming and 
reminding us who he is and being refreshed in him. So, so precious. And it's, I think one of the things I've been reading about over my sabbatical has been hurry and uh, the elimination of hurry in our lives, which I think we all probably struggle with one way or another, and I certainly have and do. Um, and I just want to encourage us. Let's, when, when God's here like that, let's not rush on because he's precious. He's precious, and it's important just to stop and enjoy him and allow him to minister to us. I hope you were sensing that as uh, we'll, we'll all respond in different ways. Some of us may just have a, a clear sense of peace or joy or all sorts of other things like that. For others of us, we may just feel God speaking to us about something, putting his finger on something, all sorts of different ways. For some of us, it will be, oh, I think I may have something to share, to strengthen somebody else, to encourage somebody else. Let's make sure we do use those gifts, just as uh, Jan did earlier in sharing what she shared. Let's make sure we use those gifts to strengthen one another uh, in this season. Mm. By the way, hi, if uh, we've not met before, I'm Andrew, uh, I'm part of the leadership team here in Harvest Church, but I've been away on a sabbatical for the last three months, which may explain why we haven't met if we haven't met. And uh, I know some people have really said to me things like, who are you? People I've known for many, many years. <laughs> Thank you. Comment noted. Um, but uh, it's great to be back. Uh, Emma and I, uh, well, I had a fantastic sabbatical. Emma was continuing to work, but we've had an amazing time of just being together, uh, a, a time to stop, rest, reflect, reflect and refresh. And uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, blessing me and us with the opportunity to have a sabbatical. Well, today, as we've already mentioned, marks a... Uh, another big moment in the story of Harvest Church in that uh, we're finally getting rid of Nathan... No, sorry. <laughs> in that we are looking to bless Nathan and Jules and their boys. We're looking to thank Nathan and Jules and their boys for being part of us for this last five years and particularly for how Nathan has served us as uh, a full-time elder alongside myself, but including Sean and Robin as a team. Um, and uh, we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, but before we do that, I'd love us to dive into the Word. We're in this uh, uh, great sermon series of Psalms. And uh, uh, I'm not quite sure how I managed to rig this, because this is one of my favorite Psalms, but I get to preach on Psalm 67. Um, I think Nathan was just very kind and generous in allowing me to preach on Psalm 67. So if you've got your Bible, please feel free to turn to it, but actually the passage will be coming up in a moment. And um, what we're going to do as we uh, work through this, actually I'm, I'm literally going to talk, uh, read a couple of verses, then talk about those, then move on to a few more verses. So we'll gradually work through the psalm this morning. So uh, here we have... Uh, first couple of verses, uh, just a quick intro on Psalm 67. They would say that it's written in three parts, verses 1 and 2, 3, 4 and 5, and 6 and 7. Um, you may notice that verse four, uh, 3, 4 and 5 um, uh, reflect each other in that uh, 3 and 5 are the same verse with 4 squashed in the middle effectively. Uh, but we'll come on to that. But this is Psalm 67, verse 1. May God... Be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us 
Selah means pause, don't worry about that. That your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Wow. Don't really need to go any further than that. What an amazing, uh, wonderful psalm. Of course, this is a, this is a, this is a request of the psalmist. He's saying, may God be gracious to us. But what he's doing is he's taking hold of uh, some of the blessings we find in the Old Testament, probably particularly number 6, uh, verses 24 to 26, which I'm going to read to you in a moment. And he's applying them and saying, hey, come on, people, we need this. May God be gracious to us. And friends, if they needed it then, how much more do we need it now? So I'm going to read to you uh, Numbers 6, verses 24 to 26, which was um, Aaron and uh, and his sons were instructed to use this to bless God's people, the Israelites. And this is what it says. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And some of us will know there's a song which starts with those sort of words, which has been very uh, popular over the last few years. And uh, we may even use it later on as part of our response. In fact, we will be using it later on as part of our response. But there is a blessing there. And really the psalmist is reflecting something of that, this sense of, may God be gracious to us, yeah. May may we know the grace of God. What do we mean by the grace of God? The unconditional love and mercy of God, his pleasure and favour over us. May he bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Isn't that a weird phrase? What does it mean to have a face shine upon you? Well, it means to look down on us, to uh, give us his presence, to uh, lavish us with his love, his favour. It's a a really powerful uh, image of God engaging with us, his creation. May you know God's face shining upon you, upon you, upon each and every one of us. And this is what God desires to do. It's not that God's got to be persuaded to do this. Number six makes it very clear. There is a hunger from God. He wants to interact with his people, to encounter his people, for his people to know him and enjoy him and delight in him. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. Don't know what's going on in your heart. Me, this does me good. Oh, yeah, please, Lord, I'd love that. Would you love that? Wouldn't you like to know more of the blessing of God in your life? If you read through the Old Testament, there are many passages to do with the blessing of God. Some are linked to obedience. We'll come on to that in a, a little bit later on in this, uh, as we explore this passage. But, oh, oh, that God would be good to us. Would he bless us? Would he make his face to shine upon us? And, of course, for us, living under what's called the new covenants of the, the world as it exists after Jesus' uh, birth, uh, death, resurrection, and ascension to heaven, 
We live already so much in the blessing of God because we know the grace of God. It's demonstrated for us in Jesus because we come into the presence of God through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross with having been washed clean, having had our sins taken away. And so we live in a day, in an era where we enjoy God's blessing already because of all that Christ is and has done, and yet there is so much more. In the New Testament, it talks about in Christ or in him. And we're blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. In Ephesians, it talks about that. And that's all part of what we come to enjoy. It's part of what happens when we come into God's family. We can enjoy and know the blessing of God. But the psalmist doesn't stop there, does he? I mean, it's not a one-verse psalm. <laughs> that your ways may be known on earth. Your salvation among all nations. You know, this is a prayer back to God that, oh God, that your ways may be known on earth. It feels like, therefore, there's some aspect as God blesses us, there's a commission which comes with that. And of course, we know just that. There is a commission, the great commission. That we are called to not just enjoy the blessing of God, but to demonstrate God's love and uh, mercy and grace and to share it with the world amongst us. Amen? And this is what, so again, I mean, yeah, that your ways may be known on earth. Friends, when we live in the blessing of God, we're also commissioned to demonstrate the way of God to the world around us. His salvation among all the nations. I love that, all the nations bit. A couple of weeks' time, we're going to have a great Sunday thinking and celebrating about the nations. And you may have seen some uh, bits about that in the update, and uh, we'll be sharing more about that. But we are so looking forward to celebrating all the nations that are amongst us on that Sunday. And we're going to have a wonderful, great time. I hope you're going to be able to enjoy it, uh, join us as we look to do that. So it then moves on. Oops, I need my clicker. Okay, so um, now we come to the next few verses. Unfortunately, I can only show you two of them, but the verse five is the same as verse three, so we can uh, read that. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the people praise you. All the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples justly. And guide the nations of the earth. And then verse 5 goes back into verse 3, effectively. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the people, all the peoples praise you. And it's like, as he, the psalmist, as he's contemplated that God wants to bless us and uh, thought about the blessings of God, it's then, well, hey, well, what was going to be the response of that? Well, it's going to be the worship of our lives. That we will all praise God together. And we will rejoice in him. We will celebrate him. We will uh, delight ourselves in him. You know, there's so many words we can use to uh, capture that word praise, but it's, it's worship, isn't it? It's saying, God, you're more important than anything else. I've, uh, as part of my sabbatical, I've done a lot of reading, amongst other things. In fact, I've done probably far more reading than I originally expected to, because as some of you will be aware, 
Um, I damaged my knee and didn't work, wasn't able to do some of the other things I was planning on doing, and uh, so I ended up having a lot of garden time sitting in the garden reading books, which is why I'm such a dirty colour. And uh, one of the books I've been reading is uh, written by a guy called James K.A. Smith, and it's entitled this, You Are What You Love. And it's, the, it's, it's looking at the whole thing of, well, what do we really love? Uh, because what we love, that will be reflected in our lives. And it's bringing a challenge to say, actually, not just in a, a conscious way, but deep down in the core of who we are, what do we really love? I wonder what, what do you really love? And he finishes with this phrase, worship, which worship is an expression of love, perhaps the ultimate expression of love. Worship ends in mission. I love that, and we've got that here. <laughs> I want to worship God, I want to express my love and devotion to God. Well, where does that take me? Well, that all the nations would know you. That all the nations be glad and sing for joy. Wow, yes. That for you rule the people justly and you guide the nations of the earth. By the way, don't forget here, we're getting wonderful reflections of who God is and what he does. That all the nations be glad and sing for joy. That's us. We can be glad and sing for joy. Do we know that sense, that deep sense of joy rooted in God today. He wants us to. He wants to be our joy, our delight, our great pleasure. For some of us, we may be struggling with that at the moment. Maybe our circumstances are such, going, how can, I, how can I worship God with this happening? How can I delight myself in God? Because that's going on at the moment. You don't understand my backstory. You don't understand my present circumstances. And can I just say, you're right, I don't. But what I've learned over the uh, 40 years of journey with, which I've had with God is no matter what my circumstances, when I worship God, when I surrender myself to God, when I give my all to God, everything else seems to get into the right perspective. I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through today, draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. Draw near to him. Surrender it. Make that part of your worship to him. God, I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why this dear friend has died from cancer age 58, which is what happened with a friend of ours yesterday. God, it hurts. I'm sad about that. I'm sad for her husband, who's now without his wife. I'm sad. <laughs> oh, God, I want to come and worship you because you are God. I want to make this part of my worship to you. Be with them. And we can do that in our life circumstances, whatever they may well be. And as we do that, we get a different perspective. We see God afresh, and we can find that love, that joy, that peace. We can be glad, because we know that God rules the peoples justly. We know that God is just. He is good. He is faithful, and he will guide nations, and that includes each and every one of us. This tells us about God, you see. These verses tell us about God, the nature of God. 
and it helps us to surrender ourselves to him. Let's be people who surrender ourselves to him. How do we surrender ourselves to him? By saying you're more important than anything else. You are almighty God. You're the boss. You're my father. Whatever language you want to use. You're the great I am. And I want to worship you above everything else. The psalmist continues, already read verse 5, effectively, may the people praise you, O God. May all the people praise you. Do you know that's my heart cry for us here today? May we, not just through song, but maybe through our heart and our lives, may we want to give God glory and honour. May we live to delight in him. May we live to praise him. May we live to celebrate his goodness. May we live to enjoy his grace and his mercy. May we praise him with all that we have, with all that we are. May we, may we give ourselves to him. And as we come off the back of that, it feels like then there's a conclusion. As we do this, then the land will yield its harvest. Now, this isn't talking about Harvest Church here. This is talking about the land being fruitful. The land will be fruitful. And God, our God, will bless us. That's interesting. So as we praise God, as we give ourselves to God, as we surrender ourselves to God, he paints this picture of surrender and giving ourselves to him, what happens? Oh, the land yields its harvest. God will bless us. Now, actually, in the Old Testament, if you were to read in Deuteronomy 28, you will find that one of the blessings uh, uh, contained in the early part of Deuteronomy is that your crops will do well. As you are obedient to God, as you surrender yourselves to God, your crops will do well. That's one of the blessings of God. So that's probably what this is actually referring to. But actually there's a whole load of other blessings in Deuteronomy 28 as well. But it starts with these words. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his command all the, the commands i give you today and then he lists these commands god will bless you and obedience which comes out of surrender which comes out of worship which comes out of that yeah i want you to be everything i want you to be my lord i want you to determine my life as we genuinely surrender ourselves in worship to God, he loves to bless us. He wants to uh, make us fruitful. That uh, parable Jesus talks about, the father and the vine, and we're to abide in the vine, and we're fruitful because we abide in him, because we live in him. That's where we find fruitfulness. Not through manic activity, not through hard work, albeit hard work is not a bad thing. But it needs to be, first of all, built in God. That's where we find fruitfulness, when we abide in Christ. And the land 
will yield its harvest. Friends, do you want your lives to be fruitful? Do we want our lives to uh, uh, help others, to bring something of the glory of God to others, to point people to Jesus? Hey, well, where it starts is this. It starts in worship and surrender. And then it starts in enjoying and walking in and living in the blessings of God. You know, there is something so powerful in blessing. So powerful in enjoying the blessing of God, receiving and enjoying the blessing of God. Verse 7. Read it continues on from 6, doesn't it? God will bless us. There's no doubt about that, is there? There's no, well, maybe, if he's having a good day. Maybe if your name begins with C. Maybe if it's the 21st of the month. No, God will bless us. And as he blesses us, what's going to happen? The ends of the earth will fear him because they'll see him through us. They'll see him work through us. They'll see him reflected in our lives and they'll come to fear him. What do we mean by fear him? We're not talking about fear in the, in the wrong sense of intimidation and all that sort of stuff. They'll come to know him. They'll come to know him. That's really what it's saying. They'll come to know him. And, you know, we've got a call over our lives, haven't we? We've got the great command, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your, the, everything that you are, and love your neighbour as yourself, which is a reflection of the great commission Jesus gives, which is to go into all the earth and sharing the gospel and demonstrating it and seeing the kingdom of God come. And life really is that simple. We make it incredibly complicated, but actually, at its heart, that is what we're called to be and to do as people. That's what the disciples of Jesus are, followers of Jesus, apprentices of Jesus. They're people who say, yeah, I'm going to give myself to God. First and foremost, I'm going to be a worshipper of him. He's going to be the one who determines and shapes my life. And then I'm going to give myself to doing all that he's called me to, which is to bring the grace and mercy of God and love of God to the world around each one of us. Where did we start this morning? We started... We've made God be gracious to us and bless us. So in conclusion, if we have the band back up, I want us to sing a blessing over each other. We're not going to sing this to God. We're going to sing it over each other. Now, I appreciate this may feel very un-British for those of us in the room who are British. You may quake at the idea that you're actually going to have to make eye contact with someone. Risky. But what I'd like us to do is, if you're in that half of the auditorium, that line goes straight down there, I want you to turn so you're looking up this end of the auditorium. If you're in this half of the auditorium, it's very complex, isn't it? I'd like you to turn so you're looking down this end. And of course, if you're really struggling, you can always look at the band because they need blessing too, or the guys in the PA booth and the, uh, because they need blessing too. And I want to encourage us to sing this blessing over each other. And as we sing this blessing over each other, 
to also receive it. Because, you know, it's easy to give. It's not always so easy to receive. And we need to receive it. Because God wants to bless us so all the ends of the earth will come to know him and fear him. Can we stand, please? Let's be turning straight away. That's it. Come on. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, ignore the words. <laughs>
your family and your children and your children and the children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you, he is with you in the morning, in the evening, in the coming and you go. Just receive. Just for a moment, let's pause. You may want to say thank you. You may want to surrender something fresh you've never surrendered before. be about surrendering hopes and dreams, even family. Some will be about pain. Things which have been just become too precious to us. Let's surrender them. Here in the presence of our loving Heavenly Father who delights in us welcomes us into his presence. We cry out once more, Father, bless us. Oh God, bless us with all that we need and so, so much more. We want to give our lives to you and your glory and to the honour of your name to be living worshippers of you choosing to delight ourselves in you. Bless us that all the ends of the earth will come to know you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We receive your blessing.
part of his blessing is his Holy Spirit and his Holy Spirit is just resting on a number of people hope here he's bringing his fresh outpouring of peace of grace of his love even of joy for some you're almost struggling to contain what's going on inside of you because you want to giggle and laugh and that's fine sense of joy oh, receive it it's okay part of God's love part of God's blessing more There's peace coming to minds and hearts in turmoil enjoy it part of the blessing of God Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We receive your love. We receive your blessing. Hallelujah. You're so good. Now, we want to pray that blessing, particularly over Nathan and Jules. And so if I could ask us just to grab our seat. Ben, thank you so much. Uh, but if you stay up for now, please, that would be great, if that's okay. So uh, I guess most of you know who I'm talking about, but if you don't, you'll see them in a moment, so then you'll know who we're talking about. But Nathan Jules came to us uh, just about five years ago, and uh, for Nathan to join the full-time eldership team uh, they came to us from Woking uh, but even when they came to us we had that sense that at some point we would then be sending them to be missionaries effectively to go as sent ones that's what missionary is and that's all of us by the way we're all sent into our different settings but to send them back for Jules to the United States to send Nathan for the first time in one sense to go and live in the United States to serve a church there, to become part of a, a leadership team of a church uh, there in the United States and to play their part in seeing the kingdom of God come. Now, we didn't know when that was going to happen, but we did have a sort of a hunch even when they came to us. Maybe it'd be five years, and it's amazing how it has been five wonderful years where you guys have been part of us. You've served us. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. Tried so hard on that one. Uh -huh. I'm not going to look at them any longer. It's much easier if I ignore them. Uh, <laughs> and um, we're just so grateful. They're given their all. Uh, for Nathan, it's been a, a season of growing into eldership, of training, of equipping. And it's been so good to see how he's flourished. And uh, by all the accounts I've received from my sabbatical, he's done really well leading the team while I've been on sabbatical. And that is thrilling because uh, that's, what we were, you know, that's what we were trying to do, prepare him for uh, leading a team in due course, not that they're going to do that straight away. And so they're going to be moving uh, out to North Carolina in the beginning of September, move away from the emotional stuff, it gets easier, and uh, <laughs> uh, becoming part of One Harbour Church uh, uh, there in Moorhead City on the coast of North Carolina. Um, Nathan will be on staff for another couple of weeks, uh, but we decided to, today was the best time for us to thank them and pray for them and bless them. 
And so uh, we're doing two things. Now we're going to pray for them and thank them and express that thanks. But I hope most, if not all of us, are able to stay on. And we're going to have a meal downstairs. And thank you to everybody who's brought food. And if you haven't, you have got a moment of break because that's not going to happen until 12.30. If you want to dive into Sainsbury's and go and bring some food, that's fine. But even if you can't, it really doesn't matter. There will be enough food, there always is. And uh, Lynn's nodding her head. Uh, in other words, the tables are groaning. Uh, Lynn's organising the catering side of things. And we're going to have food together and we've got some gifts we're going to give them uh, during that time downstairs. So please, if at all possible, stay on, spend time with them, let's celebrate them. But for now, Nathan Jules, come up here and let's thank them for all that they've been to us as a church over these last five years. say anything I've held it together up to now but <laughs> um, what do you want to say anything first <laughs> I mean firstly just as we've been worshipping I just singing just wonderful songs to our God and our creator and um, we're nothing without him and he, he brought us up out of the dirt and muck that we're in and he gave us a name and he brought us into a family and he gave us you and um, we are so grateful for each and every one of you and you mean the world to us and that, singing that song over each other was special uh, because we are cheering you on as our brothers and sisters in Christ and we're cheering you on as just yeah our favorite people and um, we love you, we appreciate you, appreciate the support, we appreciate you um, bearing with our mistakes and bearing with our, um, who we are, <laughs> uh, our foolishness sometimes, um, but we value each and every one of you and yeah, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for way, the way you've served us, thank you for the way that you've um, prayed for us, for the way you've supported us as we've um, had our two boys here. And, um, yeah, we love you so much. You mean the world to us. So thank you. Um, yeah, I think just echo what Nathan has said. And, um, yeah, we've become um, parents here, and we've raised boys here. And so we're just so grateful for the way you've poured into us as a couple and as a family. Um, but, yeah, as we were just singing um, that song recently, I was just thinking, like, I'm just thankful for the journey we've been on together, I think, you know, over the last five years and how I've grown just as a Christian and in my walk with Jesus. And, you know, each one of you have been a part of that, whether we know each other well or not. We've been on this journey together as a church. And so thank you for that. And like Nathan said, we, we are just um, grateful to have been a part of it. And we, we are cheering you on. Like, we're so grateful for what this church is doing and, and the lives that are being changed as a result. So um, thanks for letting us be a part. I'll take that for you. Okay. 
not made dry ice in the house, which says something about the relationships you've built and how precious you are, and that's really important. Um, I think we need to bless them and pray for them. And uh, we're going to have various opportunities. Uh, elders and wives, for example, we're going to get an opportunity to spend the evening with them and coming up in a few days' time, and we'll be praying for them and prophesying over them there. But this is our opportunity as a church. And so I want to encourage you. We're going to ask them, come down onto the floor just so there's lots, lots of easy access. Come forward, bless them, pray for them, uh, prophesy over them. Uh, I'm going to have one mic live, this mic live. If you're going to pray out anything prophetic for them or words of encouragement for them, can you please use the microphone because we're recording this so that they get a recording of these words to take away and encourage them. So that's, that's why we're asking you please to come and use this mic. But let's all stand. You may want to get into small groups just to pray for them if you don't want to come forward, but let's have loads of folk gather around and come and bless them, pray for them, encourage them as we commission them. And then in a few minutes' time, I'll lead us in prayer. Um, uh, in the meantime, don't worry about your children. Karen's headed off down just to uh, warn the kids' workers we're going to overrun. We did, I think, send them an email earlier this week warning that was likely anyway. So uh, we'll give you directions about children in due course. But come, let's gather. Let's pray for these lovely folk. Let's bless them. Father God, we, we thank you for lives that are surrendered to you. We thank you for the example that Nathan and Juliana have set us here in their service, in their dedication, in their humility. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the work that you've done in their lives. But thank you, Father, there's lots, lots more to do. And we believe as they go on and, and serve you in North Carolina that you will continue to fill them with your Holy Spirit. You will, you, you will lead them and you will guide them, Father. We do, we, we do know. And uh, I just think the Lord says, Nathan and Juliana, that um, there is a great journey ahead. There's going, to be, there's going to be challenges, but you will rise to those challenges because of the foundation that he has laid in you, the foundation that no man can lay, which is Jesus Christ. And he says, keep standing on me and relying on me. Keep exalting me in your lives, and I will bless you and lead you and your two boys, Gaines and Taylor. Bless them, Lord, we pray in your name. Amen.
Nelson and Juliana, this is um, what Rob had written for you <laughs> this morning. He felt pretty much um, this word for you as a family. The road I have set before you will not always be smooth and level, but fear not. I shall fill in, I shall fill in the holes, I shall smooth over the bumps, and I shall straighten the curves. Remember, I'm always with you, and I am the lamp that guards you on your path. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just pray that this will be true. And as they walk with you, Lord, and you will continue to guide them, Lord, and you will strengthen them, Lord, and you will lead them, Lord, and fulfill the plan you have for them, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you will put a ring of protection around them, Lord, as a family, as they adapt and as they praise and worship you and as they love you, Lord, and you will continue to grow them, Lord, and that nothing at all will disturb what you have called them to do, Lord. Be the guiding light in their path throughout. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, in Ephesians 4 it says, Be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. Always keep yourselves united to the Holy Spirit and bind yourselves together with peace. We are all one body. We have the same spirit and we all have been called to the same glorious future. I just pray your blessing upon our family, Lord. They are our family. Be with them. May they know the unity of your love and your spirit. And may they know the blessing of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Nathan and Jules, I, I stood there waiting patiently. She's Psalm 40 because you were quoting that early. But um, I just, the Lord impressed upon me the prayer of Jabez. And um, the prayer is a simple one. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. And God granted him what he requested. So Lord, bless them indeed. Enlarge that territory and that your hand would be with them. And Lord, we pray you'd keep them from evil and they would not cause pain. Bless them above and beyond all we could ask or think in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. The first time I came to this church, he was, Nathan was the first person I met, and he was very kind and welcoming. 
I pray that as you and your family journey into this new life, into this assignment, I pray that God will go before you. I pray that God will go with you. God will never leave you. God will never depart from you. His mercy will be upon you. His grace will be upon you. The grace, the strength, and all it takes to join into this assignment. I pray the Lord will give unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. His anointing will fall upon you afresh. His fire will fall upon you afresh. And his protection will be upon you, your wife, and your children in the name of Jesus Christ. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will go before you. He will go with you. He will make your crooked way to be straight in the name of Jesus Christ. God go with you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I was also prompted with Isaiah 40, but it's at the end. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Jules and Nathan, may God's favour be upon you and a thousand generations of your progeny, on your family, on your children, those that we can see, those maybe not yet born, and on your children's children, and on your children's children, children. May God's favour upon you be a mark of your childhood of him, children of the living God, may be a mark on you. Amen. So I'm just going to pray over these guys. Please join me as I lead us in prayer. Don't feel you've missed out. There will be other opportunities. When you go downstairs, there's a table set up with pens and paper on so you can write things down for them. Many of you, um, this is a spoiler alert, Nathan Jules Don't Listen, have written into their book amazing messages. I had the privilege of reading it the other day. Uh, just, yeah. But uh, Nathan, Jules, and Gaines and Taylor, even though they're not here, we bless you in the name of Jesus. And we now commission and send you to serve the people of North Carolina to help them come to know Jesus. We pray for an anointing of the Spirit to both strengthen churches and reach the unsaved, that the name of Jesus would be glorified across North Carolina, not just in uh, uh, One Harbour Church, not just in Moorhead City, but across that district and even that state for the glory of God. Anoint them, Lord, with all they need. Help them to travel well, to settle brilliantly, and to be people of influence, shapers of communities built on Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name.
Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We're just going to sing that blessing one more time. Uh, if you've got children downstairs, could I ask you, though, to go now? Uh, um, and let's enjoy God one more time. to conclusion at this point. Uh, refreshments are going to be served out in the cafe area. Uh, lunch will be served at 12.30. Please don't go down before 12.30, but at 12.30 head down to Wesley. Wesley's the big space over there downstairs if you haven't been in it. Uh, you can take either staircase down and we will continue to bless this lovely couple and their family and enjoy great fellowship together in and the goodness of God. Thank you so much for being out this morning.